Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Well, hello there and welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Thanks, as always, for joining us however you're accessing the show. It's Olympics golf this week, and we'll get into that as it only happens once every four or five years, depending on the case. Uh, But we'll get into where things stand at the halfway point of Olympics play uh, for the men's side. Also coming up, we've got a big stretch with the WGC FedEx Cup playoffs leading right into a Ryder Cup. So we'll get into those standings as well, plus uh, other news and notes from this week in golf. Ryan Ballingy from GolfNewsNet.com will be stopping by to visit with us as well as America's favorite caddy. Bob, uh, good to have you aboard as always. You know, here we go. Uh, we talked a little bit about the end of a major championship season. We'll get into some of the player performance charts that we put together that we didn't have an opportunity to dive into last week. But first things first, Olympic golf, your uh, thoughts and, and uh, reactions so far through two rounds. You know, it's been pretty interesting. Um, you know, had weather delay in the second round. Um, it's It's an interesting golf course. Guys were filling it up in that first round. I mean, guys were going deep. And then uh, to watch Xander Shoffley yesterday uh, put on a clinic on that back nine from the 14th in after the weather delay was was pretty awesome to see as far as the U.S. is concerned. But, it, you know, it's bunching up. It's stacking up. It's uh, it's going to be fun to watch the final 36 holes and, and see how everything goes. But um, hopefully we'll get some medals in there and, and, uh, and you know, get ready for – uh, the playoffs and the tour championship, and then on to the Ryder Cup. You know, you're a pretty uh, Americana guy. You're a patriotic person. You thrive under Ryder Cup, and you get really juiced. Do you find yourself having that same feeling towards watching the Americans in the Olympics? You know, it's 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 another 72-hole event. Basically, the Olympics are concerned. Um, the guys show up. They're supposed to be part of a team, but they play as individuals. And I would really like to see some some type of a team aspect to it uh, so that the guys 
could not only have a a team like a team medal, so to speak, but also an individual type medal. And uh, and you have two, you have two different sets of medals for um, the golf part of the Olympics. All right. So much the same as other sports yeah. in the Olympics. And how yep. might that all come to be? It is an interesting question. We've thought about it. We'll pose some ideas and we'll throw that across to our guests as well. We'll get into it all next. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. To get your highest performing tour ball, you need to build it with the highest quality. To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an out door paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com. Blackdesertresort.com. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available now. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Unlike anything you've experienced before. Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. 
All right, welcome back in. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio, brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the Apex family of irons. The Apex 21 family of irons are the first forged irons designed with artificial intelligence for faster ball speeds and improved spin consistency. Find out which Apex is right for your game at CallawayGolf.com. And I'll tell you what, Bob, you and I have both experienced the Apex 21 uh, Apex Pros this year. They are phenomenal not only do they look great but their performance is off the hook and every time i go out and play somebody's like are those the new apex yeah those are the new apex pros check yep. them out um highly recommend you give them a go and maybe the apex pro isn't right for you maybe it's the apex uh that's okay they've got that for you they got a whole family they got even a, a game improvement version at callawaygolf.com Hey, speaking of Callaway, real quick before we jump back into the Olympics, Bob, uh, how about Annika Sorenstam, longtime Callaway ambassador? You know, she's just out there being a mom for the last decade and a half or whatever, and then jumps back into some major championship action at the Senior Women's Open. And yeah, no big deal. Just starts lighting it up like the old days. Yeah, top of the leaderboard. Uh, and it, fun to watch. Um, fun to watch her play and, and see some of the older players Lisa Lot Neumann's in the field and Chris Cheddar from the U.S. She's in the field. Um, Katrina Matthews. Um, also uh, uh, Julie Inkster is playing too. So it's fun to see them playing for a senior women's major championship. Yep. Very awesome. So let me ask you this. You're, you're a senior player, Bob. Um, you played. Oh, here you go. Now you're gonna not, pile it on. Not here. piling on. No, wait. Hear me out. I knew you were going <laughs> to think that's where I was going. I'm not. What I'm asking is, is you were a professional for a long time. You played golf yep. as, as a career, as a living. You grinded it out. And then you got your amateur status back. And, and you started playing in the senior state amateur. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess from that standpoint, did you feel like it's late in your career? It's not your priority anymore. But did you enjoy the feeling those feelings again and getting back into the competition the competitive golf oh yeah anytime you can compete anytime you can play and you know the original idea for me when i got my amateur status back is you know what i wanted to play in some golf tournaments with my sons um both my sons played collegiate golf one my son mason was was a great player in college uh, a top 200 player in the world in um amateur rankings and um, you know, there's local golf tournaments that we like to play in one right here in our hometown where we grew up and I wanted to play with them in those. And that's why I got my amateur status back to, to compete with them and to, and to play with them. Um, and so, um, then the senior state am came along and I thought, you know what, this would be fun to play in the senior state am. And then you get, you know, you, you get in through qualifying round, then you get to play match play against guys. And I'll tell you what, you know, it, uh, it really, gets the juices going because you're playing against guys and you're going, Oh man, I'm already two down. I got to beat this guy, you know, <laughs> and it, it, it gets really, it gets really fun. So I've really enjoyed it as an amateur being able to play in the state am and, uh, and to be able to get those, those juices going, you and I playing together in, in, uh, the tradition at Alpine country club, you know, playing nine hole matches against other twosomes and stuff like that, feeling that competitive stuff. It's awesome. And I just wanted to bring that up with Annika playing. I don't yep. think it, it doesn't necessarily make you th- rethink your decision and want to go out and chase professional golf in, right. in your senior years, but it does, you, it, the times that you do get out there, you enjoy that feeling. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm guessing Annika's feeling the same thing. I don't expect to see if Annika goes out and wins the senior women's open that you'll, that she might try to make a comeback on the LPGA tour. But, no. 
at the same time, she's enjoying that opportunity to go out and compete, huh? Yeah, she can probably kind of dip her toe in a little bit, you know, every once in a while um, as far as uh, senior majors are concerned and that kind of thing. So I think it's I think it's pretty cool. It's fun to see her up there. Um, you know, she, she has played in a few events and not fared too well, but you know what? She's probably been working on her game a little bit because she's <laughs> playing pretty good right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Wishing her the best this weekend. Yeah. Oh, a true legend out yep. there competing. Pretty cool stuff. All right. Uh, as we turn our attention back to the Olympics and the men's competition going on this week in Japan, you mentioned off the top of the show, Bob, that it, this was just another 72-hole event, and you're you're calling out for a team competition to yeah. accompany this individual competition. So let's just let me just uh, get this clear. You're not saying let's replace the individual element. No. You just want to no. add a team element. Yeah, I want to add a team element. Just like in tennis, you're playing doubles or you're playing mixed doubles or whatever. You know, that's that's kind of you're playing as a team. Then you've got the individual portion of it. Um, and so I think uh, you know what? Come, let everybody. You know, each. I don't. I don't know how you do it. Maybe you get you get thirty countries that each have two or three guys playing. You come as a team. You you play your seventy two holes. You you figure out how you're going to do it as a team. Whether it's uh, you know the the two lowest scores or um, you take the best balls of 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 the the two guys that are playing. If it's a two man, if it's a two man team. Um, and then, but you, but you also have an individual portion or side of it too. And, um, and that way there's, there's, uh, two gold medals, two silver medals, two bronze medals in the golfing category. And you do it for the women too. And I think it would be really, really fun. You just do it as part of your 72 hole event. So I like, relays and I, and I find myself when I get onto peacock or something and I want to watch right. some recaps when it's the men's relay swimming or the women's uh, track and field relay whatever it happens to be I like the aspect of one player does his one athlete does the perform performs at their hardest for a period of time and then they hand it off and the next one goes and uh, I just think there's something fascinating about playing or competing not only for yourself but for this whole team as one unit. That to yeah. me is is really quite appealing as far as this type of sport goes. And so I'm thinking, how do you incorporate that into golf? Do you, you know, do you have something where one player plays the first round, the second player has to go and play the second round, or do you do you do an alternate shot where one, you know, or do you put a, a team together where you've got someone's a driver of the golf ball, someone hits approach shots, and the someone's putting only? I mean, I can't imagine showing up to the Olympics with just your putter, right? I don't know what the exact <laughs> format is, but if there was some way to do that, the other thing that I find interesting, like going with gymnastics, for instance, is you the coach has to sort of make a decision on who qualifies to play in the finals you know the gold medal like in swimming yeah. you might do different heats doesn't mean the same people will be swimming when right. it comes to the actual gold medal uh event so having a little drama in there having some inner squad competition all of that is somewhat appealing how do you put that into context with golf maybe ryan balangy has some ideas he's going to join us coming up here but uh, it's it's a little you know, rex yeah, go ahead. I was going to say Rex Hoggard last week when we when we spoke with him um, before he went over uh, to the Olympics said that the initial idea of with this with this was to make it very 
um, very easy for them to incorporate golf into the Olympics as far as scoring, how they were going to do it, that kind of thing. So I think you have to do something that keeps it in tradition with the way the game is played and and how they do it. So if it's 72 holes um, aggregate for a, an individual winner, that's the way you have to do it. If you're going to do it as a team competition, maybe you take – um, you take the two, you know, two or three players per team and you take their their rounds and you add them together and it's aggregate f- as far as the team is concerned. Or you do it on a best ball as far as the team is concerned of the three players. But I think there's got to be some way that you fit the team portion of it into it so the players feel like they're playing as a team and not just as individuals like they normally do every week. Because that's what makes the Olympics special, for sure. Yes. All right, Ryan Ballinger joins us coming up next. We'll get his thoughts on this and more. Thanks for joining us. It's Olympic Week, and you're listening to Brian and Bob right here on Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through 
through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at hoopsvision.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks again for joining us. Really excited to welcome in our next guest. You've heard him on the show before. He's a good friend of ours from GolfNewsNet.com. Ryan Ballinger joins us right now. Hey, Ryan, how are you? I'm good, guys. Thanks for having me on. How are you? Always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time, and you know, you just continue to to grow and expand your your business there, Golf News Net. And uh, I, I guess before we get into it all, how if you were to look back on it, how has adding um, wagering, gambling, betting, whatever you want to call it, to the PGA Tour, how has that increased traffic interest in GolfNewsNet.com? Uh, to be honest with you, it's actually kind of gone down. Um, really? Because not, relative to that topic, and that's in part because, I mean, for years, we were really one of the few, if not only, significant golf websites that were talking about golf betting every week. We were posting odds before it was legal to bet on it in most jurisdictions in the United States. Mm. And so with the the changing of the, you know, the, the Supreme Court ruling, That allowed states to legalize it on their own. That opened a floodgate of content that didn't exist, and uh, that's to the benefit of of everyone who is interested in in wagering on golf because there's a lot of good stuff out there. But that also means that that semi monopoly I used to have no longer (laughs) exists. So it doesn't necessarily mean more to Golf News Net to have that broadening appeal. You know, having more people able to wager on golf legally, but that does mean an opportunity to maybe educate people who haven't done it previously or to talk to people in a little bit of a different way about it, uh, but also still to talk to the same people who've been coming to us for years to talk golf betting, even maybe before they could do it legally in their own state. Mm. No, that's interesting. That's awesome. Um, What about golf betting at the Olympics? Have have we, have you seen anything as far as, uh, you know, um, who's favored to, to win those types of things and, uh, and, and the bets that can be laid during this week. Yeah, this is an, this is kind of a weird one too, because typically most weeks we're talking about winners, who's going to win the tournament. And then there are kind of bets on maybe top five, top 10, top 20, some places offer, offer top 40 bets. So basically to beat half the people who make the cut most weeks. But this week is a little bit different. The betting options were win, of course, but also to medal. So would you finish in the top three? And that created an interesting, different market this week, I think. And I pretty much put all the personal wagers that I put on this on to medal, not to win, because I thought maybe you would have a more interesting opportunity to get 
top three money that usually that does, that's not a wager that usually happens. It'd be top five money. So you get a little bit better odds, a little bit better juice for a couple more places. Um, I don't think that there's huge wagering this week. I mean, to go back to the traffic question, there, there's not at least so far not nearly the same interest in watching Olympic golf that's 12 hours different than your yeah. your own time zone. And I think that's just a product of it being in Tokyo. But I do feel like it will probably intensify a little bit as you get toward that, that metal round where you can wager as things go on, as things progress, Interesting. and maybe kind of make a choice for the final round that you know, so-and-so may medal, may make a comeback or whatever. You know, it's pretty interesting with the Olympics this week. Um, it just seems to me like it's another tournament, another 72-hole mm-hmm. event, although you've only got 60 players from from different countries around the world. What are your feelings about a team part of this whole thing where where you, you play the 72 holes – but it, there's a team portion of it, and there's also an individual portion of it. I'm completely on board with the team piece of it. I mean, there's got to be something other than the same stuff we do every week, and this is what we do every week. 72 holes, stroke play, lowest score wins, individual. We, I mean, that's if we have 50 weeks of golf a year, 47 of them are that. So it doesn't make the Olympics feel special other than the qualification criteria. And I think – if we did something along the lines of if the top, I don't know what number, but whatever number of countries qualify, they get two players each. And if you have, and I do like the rule where if you have four players from a country in the top 15, then four players can qualify or up to four players can qualify. So maybe you make two teams. So if you have four in the top 15, you have two teams of two, or if you have three, you know, more than two in the top 15, you have two teams. So you get a two chances at meddling, maybe something like that in a team competition. But I feel like that has to exist on some level. I mean, that's kind of the whole point of this is to turn people into golf and maybe a way that we can't do week to week with a PGA tour event or another global tour. So why, why not have a national nationalistic team based competition that would be unique in format? I think that that would be the, the right way to do this. Okay, hear me out. Ryan Ballinger joining us here at golfnewsnet.com. I, one of my favorite things to watch in the Olympics is relays, swimming, running, whatever. I love yeah. the, the, yeah. the, you know, the one person touches the end of the pool, they're diving over their head and swimming off the, uh, the other way. The batons handed off. Will they make the handoff? You know, I, and, and then, and just as that guy's about out of gas, girl, whatever, they hand it off and the next runner just sprints away. Like to me, there's just some cool, like just team, you know, let's get it all together, work, work as a well oiled machine. So how do we do a relay in golf? How do we hand it off? I, I mean, do you, <laughs> I have no idea. And it would probably just get silly if we went down that road, but there's got to be something that would give me that relay kind of, hey, these guys all pulled together. Maybe it's a scramble team. <laughs> but, you know, I, somehow that you get the countries playing together uh, in a web format that we don't see week in and week out on the PGA Tour. Yeah, I don't know what the – yeah, I think scramble is maybe your best best path to something like that just because it is – I mean – all those relays are like all-star races. Like you get all your, your forces united and you have to act as one. And I, I think that's, I mean, my son's been doing swimming the last couple of years and seeing that stuff in person. I mean, there's something invigorating about watching a relay compared to 
kids swimming individually. I mean, just yeah. the way that it is. And I think the same is true for track and field and other sports. So I think like a, either, either a scramble or maybe alternate shot, but I feel like a scramble would be more interesting because then you can have these kind of two golfers that are maybe very dissimilar in terms of style, but one brings one thing to the table. The other brings another thing to the table or you get two bombers who play together and just, if they light it up, they just make golf look ridiculously easy for that day. And that could be really fun too, but make it like an 18 or 36 hole shootout. Like that, that's it. It doesn't need to be 72 holes, but if you want to have like a, like a relay race, like let, let them shoot 50 for 18 holes in a scramble and <laughs> award a gold medal because of it. That's not half bad for just p- picking that thing up off the, off the cuff there, right? I like that. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see how it all plays. I mean, I think the Olympics will continue to evolve. I, I love some of the comments from players like Tommy Fleetwood, who just said, you know, he's just, this is cool. This is something I've never done. Like he was, I mean, it's, it's fun to hear some of the players and, and, uh, you know, take it a little bit different, but, uh, and, and, and amp that up a little bit. It was just really, really cool. Yeah, Bob. You know, but what's kind of interesting about this whole thing is the golf course is an hour and fifth hour and thirty minutes outside of where the Olympic Village is. So players, you know, teams had the choice to stay out where the golf course was or to go back to um, the Olympic Village, travel that three hours um, time frame every day, and most of the guys uh, will. A lot of them are staying out at the golf course. So to them, it just feels ordinary. It's just they get yeah. done playing golf. They go back to the hotel. They eat. They sleep. They go back to the golf course. It's just like a normal week. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the unfortunate piece of it. And and I, I think there's an argument to be made about it. If you're going to go down that path of having amateur players involved, because I think they would be more likely to savor the experience and just do what they would normally do if they're competing in their local mid-am event or whatever, but they would probably choose to be more integrated in the Olympic Village yeah. experience, even if that meant, like you said, a three-hour total commute each day. But that's part of the deal. But for most of these guys that are the best players in the world, they're going to get on a private jet and go somewhere, you know, probably Memphis for next, for next week for the WGC. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's just another, like you said, another pin in the map of, where they go and do their thing. Yeah. Ryan Ballinger, golfnewsnet.com, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Last week, we were wrapping up the major championships, obviously looking at Morikawa's win at the Open Championship. He bookended um, wins seven majors in 11 months, picks up the PGA last fall, then bookends it, as I said, with the Open a couple weeks ago. Um, when you when you look back at this major championship season, it, you know, of these seven, it was obviously a unique opportunity. And we talked about this, pretty sure we did this with you as well, that if somebody got hot, they could really take advantage of it with so many major championships yeah. in such a short period of time. Morikawa, the one to do that, the only one picking up multiple wins. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on how it all went down? Um, maybe a favorite major, if you could pick one out of the seven. I mean, I think the favorite one, uh, I think most people would say this, but I think the favorite has to be Phil winning the PGA at nearly 51. I mean, right. that just, that's, that hadn't happened anything even close to that since Jack in 86. And any, the, the record was set in 68. So, I mean, that is literally a once, probably once in a lifetime thing for most people that they got to see. Um, that's pretty awesome. You can't. I don't care what kind of history it is. That 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 special history 
and just the, the way that he did it on a place that, frankly, it shouldn't have worked. I mean, he shouldn't yeah. he shouldn't have had any part of that. Uh, and then for him to just kind of play Brooks Kepka like a fiddle in the final pairing is uh, is a masterclass. It was really cool. And then just as a side story, to have Patrick Harrington as part of it at age what forty nine was pretty yeah. remarkable. Um, you know, Morikawa establishing himself as a multiple time major champion in the span of twelve months. Uh, that I mean. He also could have never reckoned to have seven cracks at it, but it, he got two of them, which is better than anybody else did. Um, I guess my my favorite moment, though, I mean, still winning the whole package is probably the coolest, but my favorite moment is probably Hideki Matsuyama's caddy bowing after mm. Hideki had won the Masters, bowing mm. out toward the sunset and planning, the, you know, taking the flag. Um, that That's something that's going to be a photo that lives for a long, long time. Yeah, that's that's all great stuff. And, and, you know, the interest, the thing I like about what's going on in the game of golf is there isn't one set guy um, and you've mm-hmm. got all these new guys coming into the game. The Matthew Wolves, the Colin Morikawa's, the Victor Hovland's, they're all coming into the game and these guys are winning right off the bat. You know, who would have thought 24 months ago when Colin Morikawa got on the PGA Tour that he'd have five wins and two majors already? and and yeah. be in the top five in the world. It's pretty crazy to see what's happening and how these young guys come in and they're ready to go from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, between all the high-level junior golf, the, the amateur golf, collegiate golf, all that stuff, and it's there's so much investment in it now. It's no longer just kind of a rinky-dink operation. I mean, it is first-class competition and first-class operation all the way through. So that by the time you get to a PGA Tour event, it's like, yeah, I've been doing this a long time. This is just a different set of players that I'm competing against, but I can still beat all of them. So I, I, I think that has set themselves up for almost immediate success. And we talk about Morikawa and Wolf and Hovland because they're a class. But think about John Rahm, too. I mean, he got to number one in the world really quickly relative to turning professional. Yeah in large part because he got to play world-class competition before he ever got to the PGA Tour. Just happened to be younger, uh, but it was no less world-class. And so I think it prepared these players for the, the kind of cauldron they're throwing themselves into every week. And I think this class also seems particularly Hovland, or excuse me, yeah, Hovland and Morikawa and, and Rahm, and I guess to a degree Wolf, but the, the, those guys more, I think. They just seem very hungry to win, not to just place well, not to make a boatload of money and live a good life. I feel like there was a run there of kind of younger players who were fully content, maybe because Tiger Woods was so dominant, to just make a lot of money, top fives, top tens, rack it up, get the bonus money because they maybe somewhere deep inside knew they were playing for second fiddle. But there's an opportunity in front of these younger players right now to take the mantle and however unfortunate that is because of Tiger's accident and just father time. But there's an opportunity here to plant your flag in the ground and say, you are going to be the best of this generation and it has to start early and um, give credit to Colin Morikawa where it's due. He's got more wins than missed cuts. He's got multiple majors, the WGC, and it just feels like that's the direction he's going and he's still getting better, which is the crazy part. He's still getting better as a golfer. And if he can improve even marginally on some things in his game and keep being the ball-striking wizard that he is, he could be the dominant player of this 
forthcoming generation. Well said. Great stuff. Uh, when you just the couple minutes that we have left, when you look at you know the players, we've mentioned Morikawa, but you got Dustin Johnson who's been bouncing back and forth as world number one. You know, uh, has a couple of missed cuts in there in those seven majors, but he also had a win at the Masters and most recently tied for eighth. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, Tony Finau, Scotty Scheffler, Xander Schauffele. You mentioned Rom, Matsuyama, Kepka, Rory. I mean, you look at some of these guys, and then there's Louis. I mean, for crying out loud, I mean, two seconds and a, and two thirds in that stretch. You know, what what do you what what's your takeaway on those players, and what can we expect? Or who do you expect to, to continue to rise when this new major season comes around next year? I feel so bad for Louis Eustathen. I mean, he deserves like five majors at this point for all the stuff he has put himself through in the heartbreak. But uh, to put himself there time and time again, especially this year, you know, calendar 21 was pretty incredible. And I think that's a testament to just who he is and how he views life and how he views uh, golf as part of his life, I, I think it makes it easier to take the losses that are inevitable in the sport when you have an attitude like he does. But I, I think it was really cool to see Major Brooks come back this year. I mean, he, he clearly established himself as, okay, maybe he's not quite where he was in 2017 and 18, repeating at multiple majors. But he's there time and time again. And it just seems, again, inevitable that he's going to get a fifth, maybe a sixth major. And for a guy who really has not much to speak of as a PGA Tour resume other than being a four-time major champion, um, I think he's going to walk away from golf whenever he does as a professional golfer. It's probably one of the most interesting, enigmatic golfers compared to his regular PGA Tour resume versus the, the show that he puts on four times a year, seemingly at the major championships. But um, I'm very excited about the young crop of players. And we mentioned a bunch of them. You mentioned Scheffler. I mean, he mm-hmm. showed out at three majors um, and he's going to get his. I mean, it just feels like uh, he's a bit of an old soul, but I feel like he's, he's getting there. He's getting where he needs to go. Uh, he's going to get his breakthrough. And Will, Zal- Will like- Zalatoris is another one too. Zalatoris, uh, Guido Migliozzi, who finished T4 at the U.S. Open. Um, he's going to be a force to reckon with, I think. Uh, he's shown out very well in the early stages of his European tour career. Seems like he can make a jump. Uh, not in a major context, but Garrick Hago, who just comes over from South Africa and just on a, on a whim and wins, uh, is yeah. now you know, a PGA Tour member. So we've got some really fascinating young players that maybe aren't in the same tip-of-the-tongue range of Rahm and... Hovland and Morikawa, but you've got them just waiting to bust out. And I think that's really cool. While at the same time, still proof that you can be 51 years old, apparently, and win major <laughs> championships. So with it's, you're never out of it, apparently, if you have a good yep. week in you. Indeed. Yeah. And we're way over time uh, for what we should, and we appreciate you taking it. But re- just you're, you're real quick to wrap it up. Rory or Jordan Spieth, which one of those two players has the better season next year? I think it's Jordan Spieth. I, I feel like he's found an appreciation for who he was and how he got there. And he's skewed, gotten away from whatever he was trying to do technically to be something he's not. He's found belief in who he is and who he was. And I think that's going to be good for him in the long haul. All right. We'll see how it plays out. Right, you're the best, man. Thanks for taking some time. Always good to visit with you. Enjoy the rest of this weekend, and we'll see who, who medals. I hope it works out in your favor for the wagers you drop down. 
I hope so, too. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> always a pleasure. Ryan Ballinger, yeah. golfnewsnet.com. Check it out. Uh, really, really good stuff, as always. Follow him on social media, too. He does a really great job. We'll take a short break. We'll continue the show next right here on Real Golf Radio. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers. We're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada unlike anything you've experienced before. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. 
And this segment is brought to you by Black Desert Resort at Entrada, a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Design Championship golf course. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities available at blackdesertresort.com. Check out Black Desert Resort at Entrada in southern Utah, unlike anything you've experienced before and we welcome you back to the show thanks for joining us brian taylor bob casper with you here uh by the way what a finish by xander shoffley in round number two bob i mean he lit it up down the stretch to take the the, the halfway lead yeah so in in the um early part of the round he made an eagle on the sixth hole it was uh it's a par three that they or par four that they moved up um, the hole measures normally 350 yards but it was only playing 295 and he had a three wood to to 10 feet and made that for Eagle. And then a little bit later in the round, uh, when he was on about the 13th hole, they had the weather delay. And when he came back from out from the weather delay, he made another Eagle on the 14th hole from about 45 feet. Then, um, birdied the 16th, 17th and 18th holes to get to 11 under par. And he is the current leader of the event there at the Olympics. We realize that depending on when you're listening to this, that the third round's probably complete or in progress. And so uh, we are discussing this through two rounds, as uh, we mentioned Xander Shoffley with a nice move there. You know, Bob, how about some of the other players that, that are near the top of the leaderboard? Let's just take yeah. a look and give them a little bit of uh, ado. And then I want to ask you uh, a question about which of the countries represented would benefit most from a medal this week. I think I heard Jason Sobel discussing that earlier this week on the radio. I thought it was an interesting uh, conversation, an interesting question. But mm-hmm. um, it, it is great, of course, as an American, to see an, a, that red, white, and blue there at the top. Well, as far as the U.S. is concerned, um, Colin Morikawa through two rounds is three under par. Patrick Reed is three under par as well through two rounds. And, and, and disappointing to me is Justin Thomas, the way he's played so far. He's only one under par through two rounds. But other guys that are that are in the mix that it, it, and this is pretty exciting. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama, he's right there. You know, um, host country Japan. If he were to win um, the gold medal in the Olympics in his home country after having won the Masters in April, uh, I'll tell you what he would be an absolute rock star. Um, and you know what? Gold and green go pretty good together. So it'd be kind of cool for him to show up at Augusta next year in his green jacket with the gold medal around his neck. Well, yeah, I mean, that would be it would be massive. But let's not forget Xander Shoffley, his yep. grandparents from his mother's side currently live in Tokyo. In Japan, so in there, Tokyo, yeah. yeah, so there there are definitely some some connections there with with Xander as well. Um, but I, I do love that. I mean, all all of the attention and the history that was made for Japan having its first male major golf yeah. champion at Augusta this year for for Hideki to come out and play well in the Olympics thus far is is pretty special. So we'll see where he continues to to shake out. Here's, what what else you got? Here's another great story. So Mito Pereira, he's from Chile. He's he, uh, currently through two rounds. He's six under par, or excuse me, eight under par. So the interesting thing about him is he was like number 300 in the world, and you have to be in the top 250 to be able to qualify to play in the Olympics. And this was a year ago, so he wouldn't have played in the 2020 Olympics. But because 
he's moved up in the world rankings, which now he's about he's in he's just over uh, like like 112th, 113th. He got to play in the Olympics. So he played on the Corn Ferry Tour this year. He won three times. He got his tour card by the Battlefield promotion. Now he's playing in the Olympics, and now he's tied for fourth um, in the Olympics with a with an opportunity to win or possibly medal as, from the country of Chile. So um, that's a, that's a great story, Mito Pereira. You got to be watching him. Yeah, he's the uh, the highest ranked. Uh, his highest ranked as an amateur was number five. Uh, yep. He attended Texas Tech for one season before turning pro and became the first player from Chile to win on the PGA Tour Latino America back in 2016. Yep. So, you yep. know, that Battlefield promotion, he's the 12th player to do that. That's that's not easy to do, obviously. And uh, he's really good friends with his fellow countryman, Joaquin Neiman, who he's competing with this week. And, um, you know, that that's a great story. You wonder, you got the third pl- you got three players now from Chile with a PGA Tour card. So mm-hmm. what would that do with that's uh, probably some kind of a record, three Chileans mm-hmm. playing on the PGA Tour. Now, if one of them were to medal, what kind of an impact would that have on golf in the country of Chile? I, th- I think it would be huge, right? Yeah, I think it would. Um, I, you know, when you think about the parts of the world that have been affected by the game of golf, you think about Asia, uh, you know, the Asian Pacific Amateur. You, you think about... Um, uh, some of the places that the tours have put in their satellite tours, so to speak. Um, I think the, the the South American amateur that, that has been put in, um, the opportunities for the people, guys to get on or play their way onto the PGA Tour through some of the satellite tours that the PGA has kind of uh, focused on as far as Asia and uh, South America and Canada and and that kind of thing. But to have somebody from South America come and win, you know, even though we've had others that have done it, but come and win um, a medal, um, I mean, as far as majors, they've won majors, but nobody's ever won in golf a medal from South America. And I think that would be huge for the country because – as golf continues to develop and build and that kind of thing, I think you'll bring a whole nother crop of players coming in from South America. All right, there you go. Um, really, really good stuff. That's the kind of storyline that makes the Olympic golf experience worth watching and that draws you in as a spectator and as a yeah. fan, for sure. So I think more of that, To back to your point that we talked about earlier this hour and we mentioned with Ryan, how do we incorporate more of that into what sometimes feels just like another 72-hole stroke play yep. event. we got to take a short break. We'll uh, hit more here at the top of the hour. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it 
before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y realestate.com. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio with brian and bob all right welcome back while many of the players are competing over at the olympics others are getting ready for this final stretch of events on the pga tour the top 50 in the official world golf ranking as of friday we're eligible for next week's wgc fedex st jude invitational bob in the top 50 led by number one john rom that's correct. Uh, Dustin Johnson there, two. Colin Morikawa, three. Justin Thomas, four. Xander Shoffley, five. Then you got Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, Louis Oosthuizen, Patrick Cantlay, and Harris English are the top ten in the world rankings. Uh, when you drop down to number 50, you got to look at Ian Poulter, who, who ended up making it right on the button and getting into the WGC. Guys that kind of are on the outside, you've got Sergio Garcia, you got Mackenzie Hughes from Canada, mm. um, Russell Henley, Bubba Watson, Charlie Hoffman. Those guys are outside the top 50, so they don't get in 
to that event next week. How remarkable is it that Stuart Sink at 45 yeah. is right there? I, I mean, pretty cool uh, little comeback story. We talk about 2021 being the year of the comeback. I mean, definitely got to throw Stuart Sink in that conversation. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, um, uh, wine ages with with you know, over time. And so <laughs> you got Phil Mickelson winning the PGA championship and Stuart Sink, a two-time winner in 2020 and 2021. So you're saying Phil Mickelson and Stuart Sink are like fine wine. Is that what you're going with there? Oh, well, kind of sometimes. Right. I would say Phil more than Stuart. But. <laughs> All right. Although well. they both, both won majors, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. We'll take a short break. Top of the hour coming up. Hour number two, the back nine is next. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. President Biden says the nation's resources are again being stretched by raging wildfires. Meeting with several governors, Biden citing extreme heat and prolonged droughts. Since our our last meeting, the number of large, uncontained wildfires has nearly doubled to 66, 66 of those fires. The number of firefighters on the job to battle them has tripled. Crews in Pennsylvania and New Jersey are cleaning up after tornadoes left a trail of damage. One touching down near Benslam, Pennsylvania, the twister ripping through a car dealership and mobile home park, flipping over vehicles and blowing down power lines. It just looked like a, a, a TV show. It just looked like a bomb went off. I mean, it's gone. You know, I've been doing this for 34 years. I never saw that kind of devastation you know, from a storm. Benslam Fire Chief Frederick Heron, USA Radio News. They're calling it the new socialism. More and more Democratic lawmakers want everyone to get a basic income, even if they don't work. Free health care, free college, and more. Now, every night this week, Rob Schmidt is on Newsmax pushing back on the new socialism and its leaders like AOC and Bernie Sanders. Joe Biden's spending programs are already costing you trillions as inflation is soaring. If you care about your money, you need to watch Rob Schmidt tonight. Find out why socialism doesn't really work and how it actually can cost you a lot. Get Newsmax TV on all major cable systems. If your operator doesn't carry it, call them and demand Newsmax or you can switch. Also, find Newsmax for free on most streaming systems like Roku, Samsung, LG, Pluto, Zumo, and more. Or download the free Newsmax app on your phone and watch it anywhere. More than 30 million Americans are tuning into Newsmax because it's news they can trust. Geologists are taking note of a massive earthquake in Alaska. The largest earthquake in the U.S. in the last half century produced a lot of shaking, but spared Alaska any major damage. The magnitude 8.2 earthquake was reported about 10.15 on Wednesday. It struck just south of the Alaska Peninsula, nearly 500 miles southwest of Anchorage. The quake was 60 miles offshore and 29 miles below the surface of the water. Many people along the coast were given warnings to evacuate due to the threat of a tsunami. From the USA Radio News Pacific Northwest Bureau, I'm Wendy King. A ban on evictions is expiring tomorrow. The most recent extension on the moratorium from the CDC pushed it to July 31st. However, any future extensions have been hampered by the Supreme Court and the White House, insisting they don't have the authority to extend it. You're listening to USA Radio News. 
Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Republicans on Capitol Hill taking issue with new mask mandates being issued by the CDC. Republican Representative Dan Crenshaw of Texas appeared on Fox News' prime time on Thursday night and took issue with the latest masking guidelines, telling viewers they should resist lockdowns and mandates. Turns out they're citing a single study from India. And that study, by the way, is assessing a a vaccine that isn't approved in the U.S. It's assessing the AstraZeneca, AstraZeneca vaccine. We we dug a little further, and it turns out that that study was also rejected in peer review. Crenshaw says the CDC's actions are political. From the USA Radio News, West Texas Bureau, I'm Brad Bernards. Now a COVID-19 vaccine booster is available to many people in Israel. Today, Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett saying the only way we can defeat COVID is together. Together means sharing methods, technologies, insights, and actionable steps. Israel is open uh, to share all the information that we can uh, gain from this uh, bold move. We're going we're gonna to win. And finally, it was on this day back in 1965 when President Lyndon Bain Johnson signs Medicare, a health insurance program for elderly Americans, into law. At the bill signing ceremony, former President Harry Truman was enrolled as Medicare's first beneficiary. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income, And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Now, the back nine. Where business gets done. Where majors are won and boys become men. One day you'll get it. Hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on the Real Golf Radio Network. Hey, it's the back nine. Hour number two of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Thanks, as always, for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. At Real Golf is our Twitter handle. Give us a uh, follow and uh, let us know what you think. Join the conversation. And if you missed any part of the show, we always post it there on our Twitter feed, at Real Golf. It's Olympics week, a men's competition. 
going on this week. Uh, we've been talking a lot about that through two rounds. Xander Schauffele, after a 63, charged up the leaderboard, 11 under par with a one-shot lead over Carlos Ortiz, which is, you know, it's great to see. Uh, Xander getting out there again with his uh, his grandmother on his mom's side, still living there in Tokyo. His mm-hmm. family uh, roots go back there to Japan. So really neat to see Xander, who's already had a f- fantastic year. But to think about going back to Japan, his first Olympic competition and having the opportunity to take home a medal uh, right now sitting in that gold medal position. Pretty special week for Xander in the making. Yes, it is. Um, he was pretty excited to be able to be over there. He said he's been to Japan to play probably uh, a dozen times and uh, loves the atmosphere of playing golf there. Uh, the golf courses are great. Uh, I've had an opportunity to play some of them there in Japan as well. The greens are phenomenal. You, you think up your your favorite greens um, and and the best greens that you've ever putted on. And you know what? Japan, the golf courses there are equally, if not better. Um, and that's what we saw in the first round. These guys were filling it up. Um, the greens are pure. They're quick. And um, they're very fun to putt on. But uh, Xander um, loves being over there. Um, and then you've got uh, Hideki Matsuyama playing extremely well. Um, and, uh, you know, guys like uh, Paul Casey, who is in, in enjoying and embracing the experience. And Rory McIlroy came out this week um, in the last couple of days and says he can't wait till 2024. So this is all good stuff to meant to build the game of golf they just need to throw team in there before it's all said and done. Yeah, we talked twenty twenty four. We talked about that a little bit. We'll continue to try to develop there. It's 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 a complicated issue as to how you develop a team game and do you maintain? Do you have other players come over and compete only in the co- team competition while some are com- uh, competing simply from an individual competition yeah. standpoint? Yeah. So, I mean, that that's something to consider. Might Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, for instance, team up to come over and say, "Hey, look, we're going to compete as the uh, as a as a as a doubles." Like if you go into the tennis idea, and they're they're going to compete in a team golf competition. I don't know. It's an interesting one. We'll continue to develop it. The caddy joins us here on the back nine coming up as well. Thanks for joining us right here. We'll get into it all next on Real Golf Radio. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at HoopsVision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core you need unique 3d x-ray that's why one tour ball is more centered than another and it might not be who you think chrome soft This ball really does change everything. 
born from 10 years of research and innovation. The shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Trotta, unlike anything you've experienced before. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. And welcome back to the show. This segment brought to you by Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft family of golf balls. Check out CallawayGolf.com. Better yet, tee one up for yourself and find out why it's the ball that changed the ball. I find myself uh, gravitating to the Chrome Soft XLS, which is the low spin, low spin. Yeah, version of the little bit firmer golf ball. Really love that one. Played Chrome Soft X for a long time as well. In fact, sometimes mm-hmm. if I'm playing really firm hard greens i'll go with the x because it spins a little bit more on my approach shots but uh dial mm-hmm. one in for yourself what are you playing bob i'm playing um just the regular chrome soft there you go all right so see bob triple plays track. chrome soft yeah why not triple track uh, available at callawaygolf.com or one of your favorite pro shops um so we talked about this team thing mm-hmm. maybe as you were just talking off the air maybe it's as simple as college golf where you have both team and individual play going on at the same time so would that allow for countries i mean i know the olympics that there's there's bigger rules involved and regulations and qualification you know uh, parameters to get in but might you are you saying that like a college team that doesn't qualify but an individual is good enough to qualify he could jump in and you'd add him to the olympics as well yeah so in college golf you know you've got uh you've got your ncaa regionals and um, my son was fortunate enough to to qualify for a couple of those as an individual because his team wasn't didn't play well enough to be able to qualify as a team. So um, yeah, you have you have the opportunity for some guys to come in and play as individuals. Um, and then in college golf, you play. It used to be that you play in golf tournaments or in the NCAA uh, before they went to match play. You would go, you would take, you would have five guys play, you'd take your best four scores of the day, and then you would continue to accumulate those scores over the 72 holes. You would come out with a team winner and an individual winner. So that's kind of what my thinking was. Maybe you cut it down per per country um, to three players, 
um, you have an individual, uh, you play for the individual, and then maybe you you accumulate two rounds over the 72 holes, and then you come out with the eventual champions of the team competition as well. See, and I, I can appreciate that. That that would work. Here, here's the only problem with that is you're dealing with professional golfers who are committed week in and week out. So in, in order to really fill that field out the way you would want, you mm-hmm. need to have those qualifyings like you talked about, right? The yeah. regional qual. Yeah. I don't know how you pick another week or another day where guys could go out and do Olympic qualifiers, right? And well, if you did, maybe it needs yeah. to be collegiate players. Maybe yeah. the top 10 in the or 20 in the world can can you know in amateur ranks can can go out there because now that would be a compelling story if on a, if you don't yeah. make the let's say you've got an american who doesn't make the team because he's not a tour player he's not high enough rank but he play he ends up getting on as an amateur and he goes out there and now he's competing you got an you got an amateur out there you know going up against the the tour players you know best yeah. from the PGA tours yeah. and the european tours like that that would be somewhat compelling yeah and that would be fun to weave into it you know you think about the PGA tour and what they've done with college golf right now, and they take the top five guys out of collegiate golf right now, and they give them a, a, a better entry into the web.com tour. Um, and I, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's but you've got these five guys. Well, let's say you make it 10. Um, you make it 10 amateurs, the top 10 amateurs in, in the world, now have an opportunity to play in the Olympics as an individual player. And then you've got you know, 20, 25 teams from different countries around the world um, that have two or three players on each team. And, um, you know, so right now they're only playing 60 players. If you if you had 25 teams with uh, with three players, that's that's 75 plus another 10 is 85. That's not too that's not too many players to put into a field when when PGA Tour is playing 156 players a week, every every week right now. Mm. Kind of interesting. I like the way you're going. Yep. I still want some sort of relay, though, Bob. It's the relay that gets me all juiced <laughs> up. So we've got to be able to pass well, a baton with the chance of dropping it or, you know, having you a guy. Do that in between rounds like derbies or something like that. <laughs> the der- the Olympic derbies. Now now we're talking. And let everybody heckle each other all the way along. Now that's, that's, that, right. that's a different level of Olympics right Whoa. there. No doubt about it. Uh, all right. So uh, Olympics, uh, we've also got uh, – the uh, we mentioned this in hour number one, but Annika Sorensen leading the women's senior open really cool to see a legend like Annika out there competing again. Uh, the LPGA is playing in Japan as well, or excuse me, not in Japan, but in Ireland, and yep. along with the European Tour, uh, playing correct. playing the same event basically, huh? Yeah, well, they're playing on the same golf course. Yeah, they've got an LPGA side of it, and they've got a um, a. Uh, European tour side of it, and Daniel Hiller's leading on the European tour side, and um, and then uh, Emma Talley is leading on uh, the LPGA side. And the interesting thing is, is her boyfriend is getting for another player. So oh. um, that's that's kind of an interesting story that goes along with that. But you know, it's the first time that they've had a professional golf event anywhere in the world where they've competed on the same course in the same week, and it's fun to to see both the LPGA Tour and the European Tour playing that event at the same time. Yeah, no doubt. All right, let's look at this men's competition again, getting into it. We mentioned Xander Schauffele and a nice story there. Carlos Ortiz, uh, by the way, he's staying in the Olympic Village, which yeah. Ryan Ballingy was letting us know there that, you know, that's basically a three-hour round trip. Round and trip, so, But he's staying with some of the uh, the boxers, 
Yes. So how about <laughs> that? A boxer. Yeah, I get her done right there. Like, right? I mean, you can come out biscuit. You know, it's coming out punching here. I like that. Yeah. I, th- well, that really would be the ultimate, though, Bob. I mean, if you were exactly. there at the Olympics, you don't want to be holed up an hour and a half away at the golf course, like you were saying yeah. to Ryan. Yeah. Um, but but it has its advantages. You know, you can be right in the mix of things with um, with the other athletes. You know, the U.S. team sat down with uh, Popovich with the with the basketball team. Um, Draymond Green spent a bunch of time with them, and all those guys got to talk to all the coaches and some of the players and that kind of thing, which was really kind of cool. Um, super and, cool. Down down. Know, that's you, what I'm saying. I'm I'm for yeah. that. I think so. I think yeah. they're getting a little bit robbed of some of the Olympic experience by being so far away from the Olympic Village. That's that's my right. point. Right. And so each one of the each one of the countries that's represented, they could decide whether they wanted to stay in in the Olympic Village uh, where the main events were being held, or if they wanted to stay away and out at the golf course, which is an hour and a half away. And, you know, some of those guys, I can, I can remember playing over in Asia on the Asian tour, and, you know, you'd have to drive in a bus or um, some type of escorted vehicle or whatever for an hour from where we were staying in the hotel to the golf course or, or sometimes even longer, an hour and 15 minutes or something like that, and then turn around and do it on the way back too. Um, it became, you know, tiresome. So um, a lot of the players, uh, I think the U.S. team as well, decided that they were going to stay out at the golf course uh, or in the area near the golf course where they could be closer. And so um, I, I know Paul Casey and those guys, those guys are staying right in the Olympic Village. There's, there's a lot of guys that decided how they wanted to do it, um, and, uh, and you could do it either way. Well, like I said, the experience would be, I mean, who would you rather hang out with for the week? You know, Patrick Reed or, you know, some of the NBA's best uh, oh, for yeah. Olympic basketball. Yeah. For instance. I agree. I, I, You know what? Especially a lot of those guys love playing golf, too. So it'd be fun to, you know, chat and talk and hear about how they do things as a team sport as compared to an individual sport. And, yeah, it's just great respect for professionals that have honed their skills and play at the top of their game. Kind of like when we met with Brett Favre and he didn't want to talk anything oh, yeah. football. He just wanted to talk golf. Yeah, exactly. And show us where he, in inside practice facility where he's put a bunch of golf holes, golf ball holes in the side <laughs> of the in the side of the, yep. the walls inside there. So, yeah, uh, yep. really, really cool. All right, listen, we'll take a break. Coming up next, it's America's favorite caddy. We'll see what he's got to weigh in on all this next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob with you. It's brought to you by Odyssey Golf, the number one putter in golf. And now it's time for America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Ah, yes, the caddy joins us every week right here on Real Golf Radio. Y'all look forward to it. Caddy, how are you? Caddy's feeling just fine. Just fine. All right. I like that. Little patriotic caddy. Are we speaking Olympics? What are we, you know, what, hmm. I mean, we're post July 4th. We're kind of in that lull till Labor Day comes along of just lazy summer days. I think that Fourth uh, of July, um, perhaps U.S. Open Week, and certainly Olympics yeah. are all good excuses or reasons to show forth that you know star-spangled pride. Yeah, hundred. Well, yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. So Bob and I have been talking about the Olympics since it's uh, where we're the topic we're on right now, and and Bob, Bob is convinced that. 
This is just a regular old golf tournament, and it needs a team aspect. It's got to be something different than the 72-hole stroke play that we watch every single week on the PGA Tour. What are your thoughts? has to be a team competition as well as an individual. I don't understand why there wouldn't be. Now, not having a gallery out there makes all the difference in the world. That's one reason it seems kind of weird like that, but even given that, how do you not have a team competition? I mean, the, the Olympics has team competitions and individual stuff and swimming, yeah. gymnastics. Yeah, uh, they have a, gosh, they have a mean, team. They have an individual all around. They have an, a, a gold for each apparatus. Come on. So what are you going to do? Give a gold medal yeah. for the best putter of the week? Or what are you guys no. going to like long, You give a gold medal drive, for the team. Long, yeah, drive, long drive gold, medals. That would be sweet. What's that? Yeah, closest long to the drive? pin, long drive. Everybody gets oh, a medal. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. Clanking oh, yeah. them on, long man. Long drive competition. <laughs> mm-hmm. Skills competition. Yeah. yeah. Skills yeah. competition, yeah. Absolutely. Actually, the skills Why competition not? has some merit there, I think. Yeah. I think so. We could change the world. We really could. Some would just need. We just need to figure out how to get in charge. Hey, you know what? Right here, right now on this show, we're in charge. So we there you are go. in charge. As Adam Sandler once said, I have a microphone and you don't. So you will listen to every word I say. There you go. Right? Hey, Caddy. So I'm Bob- announcing my candidacy. <laughs> <laughs> For being in charge of the Caddy segment. I like it. There will be no Caddy who would ever do that because all you'd have to think is uh, they're going to vet you. Oh, never mind. I'm out. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'll pass. I'll mark. So we talked about the team aspect. I, I really like the relays. And I mentioned this to our guests last hour mm. that, you know, w- when you watch relay and sprint in uh, swimming in you know, track and field, it's just kind of fun. I love the whole handoff and the next person goes right. Um, w- could you do something like that in golf? And so we said, I guess the only thing really like that is either an alternate shot, you know, or a scramble type event. Uh, Bob's saying scramble. Eh. So w- what do you think? Potential alternate shot. Modified scramble. Shamble. You're down for shamble? I, yeah, I can do I, I can I, do shamble. I think it would be so cool to do a golf speed relay event. <laughs> you lost me. And, yeah, I mean, you have like three guys and they hopscotch around the course and you see mm. how fast you can play. Yep, and it's yep. a combination of speed and score. And you know who you want on your team to hit shots? I'll tell you who I think a great draft choice is. Obviously, somebody like Matthew Wolf, right? He's a great athlete. You know he's fast. You know he's got to have endurance. And, and he he can get it done quick, right? You want a guy like that. John Daly would be ridiculous if he could move. Mm-hmm. But he can't look down. Mm-hmm. He'd be great. <laughs> but you know who you want in an event like that? Okay, you, know, who? you know who you want? Baba Watson, because he can hit any shot from anywhere at any time with any stand. He's a one-man scramble team. That's, a, that's what we used to say He's about Tiger Woods. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bubba's going to have nothing that would cause him to even slow down. See, you couldn't, do, you couldn't do scramble or shamble or anything like that because then you wouldn't have an all-around individual winner. Well, same thing with alternate shot. I got what you have. I got what you have. You have a one-day mm-hmm. worst ball, oh, nine-hole worst ball event. Have you ever played a worst ball event? I mean, does any has anybody ever done that? It's it's so bad. It's hard. It's so bad. Oh, it's so hard. You've got to make every putt twice. I mean, it's crazy hard, right? Yeah. How, how about the pressure 
How about the pressure when your partner stuffs one into the green and now you're hitting yeah. and you know that anything you do is going to take away the, the close putt and you're going to have to use yours. I mean, it's, it's, it's a crazy. lot of pressure. It's that, that would be the greatest thing. Worst, the worst, it's not really worst ball. It's what is it? It's like the, the worst scramble. It's like hardest right? ball. <laughs> Reverse scramble. Or what do we call it? We need to come up with a name like impregnable quadrilateral or mm. something like that for this. You know, that is true. That. When people are affiliating themselves with the game, it's nearly impossible for them to differentiate between a best ball and a scramble format because yes. a scramble format is essentially playing the best ball. The best shot. Yeah. 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 So you call it what? Worst ball? I don't know what you call it. So people will routinely come up to me. Yeah, we played a little best ball. I'm thinking you probably didn't. Pretty sure you probably played scramble. I'd like to- I'd like to do my best for the rest of the show. I'm going to make a commitment to the three people who are still listening to us today <laughs> to try to say something even moderately interesting. So that's uh, what I'm going for. All right. That's uh, your commitment, boy. huh? Don't so, sell yourself short. Should we shift to our other topic then as we yes. uh, are talking yeah, about yeah. players and best performances in the majors this year. And remember this year we had seven major championships so we came up with a chart, Caddy, and we assumed that the seven major winners have to be the top seven, right? I mean, if you got one, or in Morikawa's case, you got two, that puts him at the top of the list. And then we went and ranked them kind of based on finish and whether they have missed cuts. There was only one player that won a major and didn't miss a cut, and that was John Rahm. So he finished the second behind two-time major winner Colin Morikawa. Then we got Dustin Johnson. Bryson DeChambeau, Hideki Matsuyama, and Phil Mickelson. That's the way they shook out in our rankings. You have a problem with that? Okay. I don't have a problem with that. I will make a comment that has absolutely nothing to do with you just brought, what you just brought up. Oh, perfect. Here we go. There's the, now we're down to two. Well, when I caddied, um, I was lucky enough to work for a guy who really, uh, I had a lot of input. And I used to tell my friends, if you see him mess up, I could have done something about it and prevented it. I literally felt like it was, I I could have prevented that from happening if I had made, you know, a better decision or this or that. I feel the same way about the show. I do. (laughs) I feel like if if we don't have a good show, I look back and I say, yeah, it was the caddy's fault. I I should have put more stick on your grip, sir. Did you hear that? He said, he said, He said, if we don't have a good show, it's then the it's fault. his fault. Well, it's he's doing that right. to help our positive mental attitude Absolutely. because it's a, he's be, he's becoming the alibi. Yes. As a good caddy. I am a master psychologist, as all yes, caddies you are. are. Mm. Yes, you are. You have to have to be. You have to have thick skin, and you have to be a master psychologist. Because but what I, happens I think, to every tour player between the ropes? The zone of temporary insanity. There you go, temporary insanity. And for some, for for some of those players, unfortunately, it becomes a zone of permanent mm. insanity. Mm. So, what do you think was the best major last year? Then, my first thought goes to the U.S. Open at Tory. Hmm, that's interesting. I mean, coming down the entire day on Sunday. There were so many guys. It was weird because everybody was on their game and then everybody just fell apart. It was like last man standing is going to win this thing. But you never saw that coming when they played the front nine. 
it was like, oh, how good is this? Everybody's playing well. There's seven or eight guys who could win. And then it was like disaster after disaster. Oh, who's going to blow up next? Oh, there goes Bryson with the case of Stella Artois. There goes Xander Shoffley. There goes, you know, 17th hole. There goes Louis. I mean, it was just attrition all over the place. And you didn't see that coming. I thought that was a pretty exciting event. But I will say this. I got more messages from people during the during Kiowa and Phil's run. I mean, yeah. that that got golf fans really excited. More so than anything. I, I got more messages on that than I got during Tiger's Masters victory during <laughs> the final round. In I mean, it was, my phone was blowing up, as they say. It wasn't really blowing up. That's just like a play on words, but you know what I mean. So I'd have to put Phil in there as a close second to that. You know. Bob and I both went with well, Phil first, but you're, you're right. When you look at how big of an anomaly it was for Phil Mickelson, he tied for 71st at the PGA in 2020, the previous PGA. Then he missed the cut at Wingfoot, tied for 55th in the November Masters, tied for 21st in the April Masters, and then he went on to win at Kiwa and then finished tied for 62nd at the U.S. Open at Torrey and missed the cut at the Open. Yeah, he really took advantage of that hot week, didn't he? I mean, good for him. It's impressive. But of all the players, uh, we got uh, of the guys that didn't win, I mean, we listed those out, but the guys that didn't win, you got Louis Oosthuizen, Brooks Kepka, Scotty Scheffler, Tony Fina, Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, Xander Schauffele, Justin Thomas, Will Zalatoris. So those are some of the guys that made our list of having a great major season. Of those players, which of those do you expect or would project to either pick up a playoff event coming down the stretch or continue to pick up wins down the road? I got to go with Scotty Scheffler. I mean, he's got to pop one here sooner or later. Yeah. He I had four top he's... tens in that stretch of seven majors. Yeah. And I will go with the guy who, as you did not mention, just gets no respect. And that's Harris English. Yeah. He's won twice. Yeah. He just, he just yeah, kind of goes mean, along without doing, without a lot of fanfare, doesn't he? It's like next thing you know, who finished second at the major? Oh, Harris English did. Did we ever see him on TV? I don't think so. I mean, he's he's been right up there a lot. Yeah, yeah. he's 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 like the you know I I always I always joke uh, when the announcers say he's quietly moving up the leaderboard. Well, how do you quietly move up the leaderboard? What like what do you do? Scream on the golf course? Hey, everybody! I'm moving up the board. I mean, Rory <laughs> Seventeen might do that, but we'll throw him out. So. But, like, it's like, what's this quiet? It, it's only quiet because you're not talking about it. You know, you, can you noisily move up a leaderboard? I don't think so. I'd have guessed can you, you can. You hold an eagle and it's going to be a noisy climbing up the leaderboard. Eh, Some roars there, never right? Liked that. Eh. You know, it's like when they say, oh, that's going to make your dinner taste better, that putt. I'm like, look, I've <laughs> been around golf a long time and I've eaten a lot of dinners. And nothing, <laughs> nothing has ever made my dinner taste differently. <laughs> that happened on the golf course nothing it just has no effect <laughs> yeah you know what that's a high note we ought to end on that one you did say you wanted to add to the show well done you dropped it <laughs> that in was there really good yeah nice nice <laughs> thank done. you yeah yeah that's the caddy everybody yeah let's give him a yeah let's give him a little low there no yeah no problem thanks caddy thank you gentlemen <laughs> there you go that's the caddy right here on real golf radio hey you know what 
Always good to chat. We'll take a short break. Rogoff Radio continues next. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. Callaway's epic speed drivers will change the industry forever with a simple equation that creates a profound impact on driver technology 
and performance. Callaway's not just making drivers, they're framing the future of speed. Check out the epic speed drivers from Callaway and CallawayGolf.com. Thanks uh, and welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Twitter handle at Real Golf. Hit us up there, give us a follow, and we'll post all of our segments there. You can also access us on SiriusXM, iHeartRadio, your favorite podcast site, and of course our flagship station, 1280 The Zone, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone in Salt Lake City, Utah. Olympics going on. Thanks to the caddy for joining us. Boy, the caddy was, you know, he was sort of all over the place, but sometimes that happens. Caddy can be scatterbrained. Caddy tried to bring it back. Then caddy would lose it. Then tried to bring it back. Then he would yeah. lose it a little bit. But, you know, that's that's the caddy, right? He does it. Caddy's fun. Yeah, he's fun. No doubt about it. Uh, one of the things we tried to get into with him, and, and I don't know, I guess he was going with the U.S. Open as his favorite major championship, but he wasn't really getting into the um, the way that the, the players performed. Let, let's go through that just a little bit. This is a takeoff of last week when yeah. we were breaking down that. We call it the Seven Eleven major chart. Seven majors in 11 months. And going into it, we said, look, if somebody catches fire, they could really take advantage of this opportunity and, and bank a couple of few, or three major championships. Mm-hmm. We've seen it happen before. I mean, Brooks Kepka banked four real quick. And, uh, I, you know, Colin Morikawa ended up being that guy. So we went through and we took the seven winners have to be the top seven performers in the majors because, look, a win trumps everything, right? However you want right. to set up your configuration and your rankings and weighting of you know of criteria for creating your best performances a win especially when you're talking major championships weighs very very heavy so we of course went that direction and then we went with who had missed cuts and how many top fives top tens etc and so here's how we broke it down into this cool little chart maybe we can tweet this chart out for people to take a look at and weigh in on but uh again the, the seven majors are the pga from last fall the u.s open at wingfoot from last fall the november masters and then this year's regular schedule masters pga at kiwa u.s open at tory and then the open at royal st george's so no question about it, Bob. Colin Morikawa with bookend wins. Yeah. Number one performer in the seven majors. I mean, he picked up two of them. Yeah, he got – the great thing about not only winning two of them is that he also had top tens in the U.S. Open this year, um, in in the PGA Championship this year, um, and, and unfortunately missed the cut at – uh, the U.S. Open at Wingfoot, but you know, um, anytime you can win, <laughs> you get two majors on your resume, and you know that's Hall of Fame stuff. And here's a kid that's only been on the PGA Tour for 24, 25 months. He's got uh, two major championships, five wins total, three three other wins, um, and you know he's top top five in the world right now, and made that move really quickly and it's fun to see the young guys come out and be ready to play right off the bat i hear what you're saying and i'm gonna i, I want to look at this trend a little bit it's it's interesting to me so morikawa as you said very young on the tour he bursts out and he yep. wins the pga and he took it with the driving the green making the eagle he just took that thing by the throat and he was hoisting the wanamaker trophy it was only about what four weeks less than four weeks later they were in new york at wingfoot Mm-hmm. Now, suddenly, this is a young player, not too far removed from college. Suddenly, he's the reigning PGA champion. He's the only one that's won a major all year because of the 2020, you know, because of COVID and what it did, right, to postpone right. everything. And so he's got all of that. He's in New York, right outside New York City. 
he misses the cut. It's almost predictable, is it not? I mean, he's still, I'm sure, in the rush and the whirlwind of suddenly becoming a young first-time major championship right. winner. So let, let's say that was the, he got lost in the wash well, he got the hang- he had the major championship hangover. Okay, that but that's what I'm saying. But that it was yeah. let's call it the first time. So maybe he's a little uncomfortable. Maybe it was just all that went along with it. Well, then he snaps back in November. He makes the cut at the Masters in November, and he ties for 44th. Mm-hmm. Then the Masters in April tied for 18th. PGA at Kiowa tied for eighth. U.S. Open at Torrey tied for fourth. The Open Championship win. So. That's what I love about Colin Morikawa is, okay, so he gets lost in the wash, but then he improves every single, you know, makes the cut. First of all, when you come off a missed cut, you got to make sure you make the cut. You don't want to miss the cut two majors in a row coming off of a win. So he doesn't do that. He stops the bleeding, if you will. He gets back on track. And then it's top 20, top 10, top five win. Yes. That's, that's impressive. It is impressive. Um, and, and the other thing that's impressive about it is, you know, he's got five wins with those two majors, okay? He's only missed five cuts in his two years that he's played on tour. So he's a guy that plays consistently uh, well and makes cuts. And uh, he went, I think he went 24 or 25 events without missing a cut, and he finally missed one, but he's he's only missed five um, in, his, in his couple years that he's played. Um, just a phenomenal talent. Uh, consummate ball striker and uh, really hits the ball well. And when he putts well, you know, he's right in the mix of things and he's figuring that out right now too. All right. So Colin Morikawa, best performance in the majors, the seven of 11. Let's go to number two, Bob. We went with John Rahm. Not only did he get the win at the U S open at Torrey Pines, but he also has two additional top five finishes two additional top 10 finishes and two additional top 25 finishes with no missed cuts. Pretty solid performance for the now number one player in the world. Yeah, and he's the only uh, player this year in 2021 in the majors that had all top 10 finishes. Uh, and, And one of those, like you said, included the U.S. Open. Let's not forget what he was able to do, how he was able to distance himself out of the field especially coming down the final stretch, hits that bunker shot on the 17th hole mm. out, of the, out of the fairway bunker to about, what, 18 feet, 20 feet, uh, makes that left to rider slinging down, the, down the, um, the green towards the front, uh, makes that putt, and then goes to uh, the 18th hole, hits it in the right greenside bunker, plays away from the hole to get himself to 18, 20 feet, has basically the same type of putt that he had on 17 and buries that one too when everybody else just kind of fell away. Louie had a chance to uh, to possibly tie him but hit the ball in the um, the canyon on the 17th hole. John Rahm really played his way out of that out of that clump of field uh, of players and was able to win that championship. Shades of Tiger, no doubt about it. Oh, We're yeah. going to go with Justin, yep. Dustin Johnson, third. Uh, uh-huh. He did have uh, two missed cuts, but where we where we have to capitalize, besides, despite having the back-to-back missed cuts, he had uh, a top two, top six, and a top eight. So he he, he kind of comes in next, if you will. And it was you know there was some discussion there between is it is it DJ with the two missed cuts. Or is it Bryson DeChambeau who didn't have a miscut? But Bryson only, you know, Bryson had the T4 at the PGA 
and then the win at Wingfoot. Outside of that, he went tied for 34, 46, 38, 26, 33. Really didn't contend, if you will. Although, you have to say yeah. he was in contention at Torrey Pines. No question about it before he just kind of lost it on the back nine Sunday. But 44 out, on the back nine on Sunday. Right. So, but, but you go off of finishes there, and he doesn't crack the top 25 after T4-1. Uh, so, we went with Dustin Johnson, who went T2-6-1, yep. and then rounded it out with a T-19-8 after those two missed cuts. So, right. yeah, he did stumble there in the middle, but bookending around it, top 20s, top 10s, top 5s in, in those other majors. Do you, yep. you, you on board with both of those? Oh, absolutely. Dustin Johnson, 4 or 3, and, and uh, uh, Bryson DeChambeau at 4. And then, um, of course, um, I one, I mean, I mean, the we've talked about it. It was kind of a boring um, way that he went around about winning, but Hideki Matsuyama winning the Masters, um, the 2021 Masters in April was phenomenal, and he played some good golf in other majors besides that. Yeah, I, and he has to go in front of Phil Mickels, and we're down to the last two of the uh, seven winners. You have yep. to go with Matsuyama. I mean, Phil, I mean, when you look at a Phil, he missed two cuts, he had the win, and then outside of that, he didn't crack the top 20. In fact, he right. barely made the cut in, t- you know, in two of them, essentially. He finished mm-hmm. almost dead last of those that made the cut. So Matsuyama, for sure, the win there at the Masters. Didn't play in the Open, which was unfortunate, but top uh, 22, top 17, top 13, and, you know, he, he's, he was somewhat there i wouldn't say he was in contention but he he definitely was trending in the right direction he went t22 t17 t13 win and then he started working his way back up t23 t26 and then wasn't able to compete so uh phil mickelson as we mentioned got that win uh, that that said phil mickelson still both of us agree his win because of his stature and the way he did it and his age and the historical nature of it uh, we we pick him as the, that win as the number one of the of all seven. Now you go into of the non winners who had the best performance in majors, and it's almost ridiculous that Louis Oosthuizen, if he had a win, probably jumps to number one, two, right behind Morikawa with two wins. He played so well in the majors, just didn't hoist any hardware. Yeah, you know when you think about uh, Louis Oosthuizen. You know, just just this year alone, he had a second at Kiowa, a second at the U.S. Open, and a, and a third at the Open Championship. Then you go back to the the U.S. Open at Wingfoot. He had a third-place finish there. So he had four of the seven majors where he finished Top third three. place or better yeah. without a win. It's remarkable. It's remarkable. And then Great play. And then couldn't you believe it? Last week... Louis, runner up again. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's almost it's almost unfair, you know that guy. Uh, but look, all I'll say is Louis keeps putting himself there. He's obviously playing great golf, and I would take the criticism of being runner up or third all the time because I'm playing great golf, as opposed yeah. to hey, I was there, almost won one, and then I didn't contend for a couple of years. I mean, at least right. Louis's putting himself there. Uh, going down the list real quickly because we're just about out of time here. We went Brooks Kepka, Scotty Scheffler. We talked about this with the caddy a little bit. Tony Finau, Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, Xander Schauffele, Justin Thomas, and then for good measure, Will Zalatoris, who you know what? Look for a young guy, quite a performance. Yeah, he's my honorable mention, that's for sure. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of good stuff out of him, and I'm excited to watch how he goes from Corn Ferry Tour and continues to get himself uh, into the mix uh, week after week on the PGA Tour and and watch him win um, and possibly win a major. 
All right, we'll see if we can get this list posted to our Twitter account and have you take a look and tell us what you think and who are we missing? Who should we be including? At Real Golf is the Twitter handle. We'll take a short break. We'll wrap up the show next. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby casbyrealestate.com that's bob at k-a-s-b-y realestate.com introducing the amazing rewards for business 321 program with the amazing rewards for business visa credit card from zions bank you earn three points for select business purchases two points for travel and one point for all other purchases learn more about the amazing rewards 321 program at zionsbank.com or your local zions bank zions bank we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business subject to credit approval terms conditions and restrictions apply zions bank a division of zbna member fdic Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, that was fun. Uh, really appreciate the caddy. Thanks to Ryan Ballinger for joining us. If you missed any part of the show, catch us on your favorite podcast site or give us a follow on Twitter at Real Golf. We'll post all of the show and the segments and interviews in their entirety there. Um, looking at this chart, first of all, mm-hmm. we got Tony Finau 
sitting there behind Brooks Kepka and Scotty Scheffler and Louis Oosthuizen uh, in the non-winner best finishing. And got to wish him and, and his lovely wife congratulations on a newborn baby this week. Yep. Uh, good for them. Congratulations to uh, the, the Finau family um, with the new addition of their, of their daughter. Yeah, uh, that's always a, a milestone in, in one's life. And, um, you know, with, with everything going on, I expect Tony to play well finishing out the year. Tony, by the way, went T4, T8, T38, T10, T8, missed the cut at Torrey, uh, surprisingly, and then yep. T15. So the one missed cut and one tied for 38th at the November Masters, which is a bit of an anomaly, and yep. uh, the rest of them were top 15s with uh, yeah. two top 10s and a top five. So, you know, yep. look, I mean, Tony continues to play good golf and I expect good things out of him. Yeah, I do too. And um, he's a guy that plays really, really well in major championships. And I expect to see that more uh, coming in the future, especially coming down the stretch now in the playoffs and the tour championship. And then um, hopefully he gets a captain's pick for the Ryder Cup team because he's proven he can play well there too. Jordan Spieth missed the cut at Wingfoot, and then he went tied for 46th at the November Masters, tied for third, tied for 30th at Kiowa, tied for 19th at Torrey Pines, runner-up finish there at the Open. I asked, uh, and real quick as we close it out here, I asked uh, Ballingy, Shoffley or Rory, I'm sorry, Spieth or Rory, who do you expect to have a breakout year next year? Uh, I think it's Jordan Spieth as well. Mm. I I think uh, Rory is in transition right now. Okay. All right. Well, it'll be fun to see how this Olympics plays out. Uh, also, we got major uh, WGC event, FedEx Cup playoffs, Ryder Cup, all still ahead. For Dave Glauser and Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks for listening to Real Golf Radio.